with the spirit of curiosity, of curiosity, of curiosity, of curiosity, and virtually every day posting questions, thoughts, wonders, poems, observations, always welcoming thoughts. Just curious. now i just want us uh you to be comfortable and whatever works for you your style so um i, I thank you what do i call you the curious observer ricky you ray? may call me you could call me ricky ray just a curious observer <laughs> ah ricky ray just a curious observer and why that name well i think the reason why that comes to mind it started for me last year i've when uh, I, I'm from Laredo, Texas, right? I live in San Antonio, Texas. And from my hometown, Laredo, there's a shout out to Laredo Border Slam. Uh, they have, they have a, they've had a cultivation, a uh, 10 years worth of cultivations of a, of a poetry community. And I've seen it peripherally through my friends and I've never considered myself one to, you know, be one to, engage within that realm i saw it as like oh that's what they do kind of like we see oh there's musicians oh that's what they do oh there's artists that's what they do that's how i saw poetry and well when the lockdowns first came through became a full-blown reality when it started to sit you know what i mean when we first got those notifications by the way many people found out that that was going to ever like hurt the word corona the first time they heard about it was like during their spring break and and all of a sudden, they get notification, and it really dawns on them. For me, it was weird because I tried to cast my eye through the the mainstreams and the undergrounds of information. And for me, the first time I heard of it and the catastrophes of, of what it was doing was, once again, this is for me, November of 2019. And I don't even remember how, what, what source I heard it from. I just remember hearing about doctors trying to, you know, you know, sound out, sound the alarms. And I was, you know, I heard journalists trying to sound the alarms and, Oh, where did that journalist go? Where did that doctor go? Oh, that doctor died by the virus and the journalists. Oh, who knows? Hey, you know, that's how that country, that's how the country is over there. It's just different. And we just kind of like, Oh, that's just how they do it. And, you know, for me, it was just a peripheral bookmark and eh, whatever, trying to figure life out, puzzling it out. You know what I mean? And of course, you know, I, you know, I've been to many conventions, many shows where there's plethoras of people into January, February, March. And I was at, uh, I forgot what restaurant I was, but I got a notification that we weren't going to be coming back. I'm a teacher. Uh, we weren't going to come back to uh, our kiddos the following week. And in my head, I was preparing for a talent show. And, you know, I'm in the, you know, we're on our interworkings of whatever reality was then. And that was for me. So to me, I was like, oh, great. I get more time to really like clarify what needs to happen and get to work with the kids or whatever. And of course, it starts to dawn like, hey, this is this is not just uh, any old little rink-a-dink lock down thing. You know, it's a uh, it's quite the the it now from today's perspective, in my opinion, it's quite the trauma that it was and still is. And well, I felt compelled I felt compelled, uh, let's just say, 
I have this journal here, right? It's all torn up now. Uh, it was completely blank. It was completely blank. And I bought it maybe four years ago at some store. And I just liked it because it has the music notes. And I thought it was going to be to write music. But in fact, it was a, a journal, right? And I was like, oh, well, I still like it. Uh, and in college, I used to journal my thoughts down because I remember speaking to every um, every philosophy teacher or uh, mentor teacher in university asking for advice on what the meaning of life, you know, how, how do we, <laughs> how do we go about making decisions? How is it that we're expected to like make these grand decisions? I know I'm here in college. I only have four years and I have to know what I'm, I'm going to be. I'm like, that's a lot to just like make a decision on. And here I came in with, uh, you know, because, you know, I'm, I'm a jazz musician. I play saxophone. And in school, I was recognized uh, by a recruiter um, from the university I ended up, ended up going to. He was like, hey, hey, man, you're pretty good. You should consider going. And let's just say that it, it was recognized. Uh, and, you know, so I felt like, wow, he thinks I should go. So that was literally my thought process from from high school to to university. So my point is, in asking these questions and like direction, uh, I remember spewing all these like uh, trying to f all these thoughts out to this like uh, philosophy head department guy that I was referred to speak with, and he was like, "You're asking a lot of questions, man. Uh, I recommend that you write your thoughts down every day, and maybe when you look back, you have a pattern that you'll maybe recognize your answer is there traced along the way." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> And to me, I'm like, that's the best advice you can give me. I'm like, really? That doesn't help. But who? Uh, I found it to be incredibly helpful. And I'm so grateful for that one conversation I had with that man. Well, I felt compelled when the lockdown happened. When I saw this book, every time I would see it, it would scream my name. Ricky Ray, just so you know, this book is blank. This book is blank. And, and you know it. And you know it's blank. And... It could also not have to be blank. You could like start writing something, but just so you know, it's blank right now. I'm like, oh, gosh, wow. How is my mind doing that? It's because I want to, right? So I just allowed myself to start writing thoughts, questions, wonders, and, you know, and it what eventually became unraveled poems. And uh, I had a community that was essentially was, uh, it became a portal for me to, to express them out. And into the virtual uh, uh, trans, uh, uh, how do I say, the virtu virtual antenna of reception unto each other. And, well, let's just say that, you know, uh, that I'm so grateful for their feedback, their cultivation of my writing, and and also the opportunity to just to keep keep seeking and trying to seek understanding with with what's going on today. So to me, writing has now become a a portal of just trying to gain clarity with what's going on today and uh, and just asking questions because it seems like there's a lot of conviction. There's a lot of knowing. Like we know this is what thing is, and this is. And if you go against it, then you must be X, Y, and Z. And I'm like wow, there's a lot of conviction there. And I feel kind of terrified to even just ask, you know, uh, 
uh, and and uh, be perceived as opposition, <laughs> you know. And and to me, I recognize the more I did that through Facebook, uh, through my Facebook communities, you know, from those, you know, on Facebook, you know, social media, we all have our circles from the journey of life. We have our, we got our. You know, from those that we grew up with, those we went to high school with, those we went to uh, university, college, whatever, after high school with, worked with those first jobs or current job. And, you know, it, it those circles become, uh, let's just say, quite apparent when conversations of contention <laughs> uh, become ever so present. And to me, I I thought it was so weird how consistent these circles were being and i also noticed that there is a large quiet population that watches everything because look they got their life and they're not you know it's it's like allow me to interject with a side story but it's gonna make sense i hope let's see you tell me <laughs> you tell me sandy i'm renting here but so i, I was at, at the heb which is a grocery store here in uh in texas and uh there's a there's a greeter an older gentleman and you know, he's all. I've always seen him consistently, always showing excellent greetings. Now it's all welcoming. He's. You could tell he's from the comunidad. He's from around here. I. You know, I, I live within the neighborhood, so it's a local grocery store. It's a big grocery store, and well, we just got to small talking, and it it unraveled into all these incredible dimensions and depths of football and the coaches, and you know, maybe we need a different coach, and you know, it's probably because you know. You know, the wife, the pregnant or something like, like he knows all these details. And I'm like, wow, it's so good what sports does. It it gives us something to grasp onto culturally. It gives us something to be able to hold onto. And who would have thought something could have occurred un so unprecedented that would actually stop that? Like just stop that. And, you know, we got we got air flight that actually stopped businesses stopped countries stopped it's like what happens if you stop breathing you know we think it's oh we could just hold our breath right but try holding it for longer than than one is capable of what happens on the other side it's another reality it's 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 an it's not what life was what life was was in the flesh and now we're outside of the flesh you know a sort of death <laughs> so uh, it's like as though the world died and now we're in this new realm and we're all kind of floating by and we're asking how is it that everything can sustain and we're not allowed to be asking why Ooh, what 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 what's what? Ah, new reality new reality okay okay so so i say that because after having that conversation with that gentleman about uh sports and he was that he was sharing with me i was just telling him man uh you have incredible memory. I'm curious what is what is it that may be seen through your eye and experience with well, with our times. You know, look at us, you know, you see half the population in HB wearing face socks and others that aren't. And, you know, it that's that wasn't you know, could you like imagine if if everyone had a coma, everyone listening here, let's just say you had a coma for two years, you woke up and all of a sudden or frozen, you're frozen. Let's just say that was a thing. You woke up and you would not at all believe you would not believe hey just so you know you have to wear this face sock thing and then and nah, nah i don't have to do that that's that's dumb that's you, just put yourself back in those shoes and well what is of today well um uh, that's you know so i essentially asked them through that lens 
I'm, I'm curious what kind of incredible, impeccable detail can could you see, sir, through that depth in detail that you see through football with the unfolding of our times today? And uh, and he was like, that's true. That's true. Hmm. So I, I'm curious what that meant. Right. Uh, but to me, I wonder maybe that's just what it is for me. And that's what the writing uh, that has been flowing through me is kind of uh, trying to do. Cindy, I so I have to tell you, thank you for the opportunity to share space here with you and anybody listening. Hola, que tal? Right? Here we are sharing the the realm of experience. How do you do, Cindy? <laughs> I am grand. I am fabulous. Um, mm. well, let, let's go with you. <laughs> Ready to just throw you into? I'm a slave driver. Forgive me. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna throw you right. You, you beat no look, look, Cindy, Cindy. You could tell she's a hustler, man. She hustles. She's not afraid to hustle, and she's in her flows. And you know, by the way, I should mention this is the uh, the first time myself and Cindy share conversation via not symbolic, uh, virtual symbols, which is text, right? And this is the first time we share word, word to word, and that, that we can understand via audio and visual uh, communication. So, yeah, it's uh, I, I'm, I, I've seen what you're doing. I see the kind of people you in, you involve. You you open conversation. I think, uh, I think that is something that is becoming of a, in my opinion, hunger that that perhaps is trying to make itself known with through each other, through each other. And all we are are just arbiters of that throughness. <laughs> no, Is that I, a weird thought? I agree with you because um, here's the thing, right? People spent a whole year like this, right? And people got depressed and people got like, they just didn't even feel loved or wanted. And even if you had someone that checked on you, now no one wanted to check on you because no one knew how that would affect or infect or whatever the fuck the news was saying. And so it became this thing where the, the need for touch is so important, but the need for verbal language is like an emotional connection we all need right so it's like going into children if you tell a child they're not going to be anything they're going to believe they're not going to be anything but if you tell that child every day i love you and you're wonderful you're smart you're intelligent you're brave you're courageous then this now develops into this wonderful human being right uh, words so right and so the jesuits came up with Give me your child before seven. I'll show you the man. Right? That's what I. What does that mean? Childhood. Oh, basically, we can we can make your child anything we want by pouring anything uh, we want to pour into them. Henceforth, propaganda, television. You already know, right? The children are so much different well, than we were. Allow growing. me to share uh, insight on that. If just from what I've seen uh, as a teacher, elementary, I see what. Uh, the just just because something is called a certain label, sometimes we can get stuck with that label being as oh, not a big deal. Like oh, iPad, right? What's the big deal about that iPad? It's just a little cool little thing, you know. There's games in there, uh, but all, at the same time, you know, if we're to look at what it does, it's a portable portal, and what it is that flows through it is the infinite unknown that is outside the field of supervision of outside the uh, parental awareness. And the reason why I say that is uh, 
Well, it's as much as it's been effective in the classroom, uh, being being that we've had students on the virtual who are at home, you know, and uh, those who were at and in, in the classroom, you you have a lot more accessibility of that can be done in the classroom. That's cool. That's great. Um, I found I found it interesting that iPads were getting notification about news, and there the news was like things that were being said that like, you know, get the little notification thing, right? It was written such a way that a kid, all, all you have to walk away with is that there, that person with that name is a bad person and, and, and nothing's working out for that person. And, uh, and no, nothing substantive, nothing, nothing that bears, well, let me chew on that idea. Let me, uh, understand. Let me, let me gain. No, it's more like, here's a state proclamation. And I'm going to now, when it, whatever, whatever I lays upon these words, it shall now be imprinted as a matter of fact. So it's like, okay, that person is bad and everything's not working out for that person. This is during the election, by the way, or rather after election and lawsuits. And so it's like, you know, honestly, I, I don't. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not going to care about that situation. I'm, it's more like I'm watching. It seems as though the the unraveling of such events uh, is it. Whatever happens is it, it's as though it were inevitable anyway. So we, what we can control is you know what we hear all the time. What's around us? What's in our? You could you can control what's in your home. That's the reach that we have. You know the reach that any one person has over all or across the lands. Uh, is in my opinion, it seems as though that immediate thought is an illusion, although it can be realized through each other, and that's that's where you see like the whole Martin Luther King. You know, you see all these, you know, how many thousands of people showed up at the at that um, uh, in Washington D.C. How many people marched pre-internet? You know, and of course, apparently he was considered a terrorist. You know, to uh, at, at that time, so it's like, hmm. Word carries through each other a lot more effectively than, than uh, well, than the institutions, powers that be. So it's like okay. Uh, so how do? So what I'm seeing is, is this thing circumventing that where you have the youth having exposures to such devices, and you can get even a mere ping. This person is bad, and that's all you have to walk away with. You could also just leave it to the adults to figure out. No. We're gonna just let our kids know. So that little bit that I that I saw throughout the the year, I found like, man, all I could do is observe it. It's not like I can call Apple, hey man, you might want to reconsider, you know, or you know, I can't do that. It's you know, I mean, perhaps I could stir uh, stir up a movement, but really, it's gonna be like, oh, you're just that tribe of the spectrum, and it's like, actually, no, it's just like, can we get this out of the kids' eyes? You know, that's all I'm trying to say. You know. You know, screw that guy. I don't care. But I'm just saying, can we get it out of their, uh, their, their peripheries? Is that kind of along the lines of what you're talking about? Um, yeah, basically. So here's the thing: that thing you're talking about, the phone, the uh, iPad, the whatever. This thing is a blessing and a curse, right? Mm. So this thing is like a brain. It's a brain that you could tap in, and you could you could go. Oh, I want to know how to build a car. Look it up. Oh, I want to know how to write a book. Look it up. I want to see ladies with big 
boobs. Boom. Bum bums. I can look it up. And so that's the blessing and the curse, right? Because some things not be unseen. That's what the, mm. that's what it is, right? Some things are, and then some things are like <laughs> once you see, you can't. How many times have you scrolled through your social media, seen some shit, and said to you, say, I just wasted two minutes of my life, and fuck, I can't unsee that. Yeah. And that's that's now become the the exponential reality. And you know, it's like wait a minute, exponential reality? Oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's just two minutes. Well, we if we do two minutes, you know, across the spectrum of the day, how many of those two minutes occur? And if you multiply that across the week and multiply that across the month, and all of a sudden we have a new culture. We have a new real new society. We have a new spectrum of reality that has never been navigated through wait wait it gets better those two Ooh. minutes every day do you know what you can manifest if you just oh, in your oh. thoughts for two minutes go ahead go 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 i'm just saying all the things we can manifest for ourselves right those moments where you sit still, because every day, right, the the synaptic clips and stuff. And so we're always thinking, 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 thinking. And so what happens when you hold into a thought? You're able to manifest whatever you're thinking, good or bad, indifferent, whatever. I don't think I'm good enough. I think I'm so fucking amazing, right? So it's up to you. You know, I want a new car. Now, yes, you do have to put in the work. You're not someone's, well, you know what? The universe is weird like that, right? People say you don't have to leave your house. You have to leave your house to get a job. Well, not with this portal, as you, right? I've got two portals, mm. right? Android and yeah. <laughs> And so, and even the computer, right? So not with these portals. And that's what they are. To me, they're portals. Where is this taking? It's like Star Trek. I can't wait till they come up with that where I could just be beamed over to Ricky Ray's and sitting right there and then beam back into my house so I could go get my well, tea. Allow me to share. Uh, I wonder how much of that actually is happening in the within the realms of VR. And I say that because uh, I happen to be good friends with, and I, I, I recommend anyone check out this gentleman, Eddie VR. I'm so proud of my friend because I've seen... You know, we went to university together and it's really cool to have watched the, you know, the likes of that kind of thinking about thoughts, especially highly influenced by a book, uh, which if anyone is interested in a book uh, or looking for a book to read along these lines is a Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And let's just say that I'm I'm so proud of him because he's he's in he's an exhibit a practitioner of that book manifested in a massive you know he's become a massive celebrity with within the realms of vr and uh it, and and so he, what he's done is played video games create cultivated culture and really and re become a reflection of nos gente of like uh mexicanos right and and it's really cool to see that transcend through his games and and he records them he, he goes live and he plays with people online and essentially he's cultivated a, a group of friends uh called the boys and they're from across the world but they hang out virtually as though they've always hung out and whenever they get together it's as though they've known each other forever because that they've been sharing the room they've been sharing the you know the the virtual space 
And that's nuts to me. Like to watch that, I'm like, Eduardo, look at you, man. That's so freaking cool. You're pioneering the the becoming of a new era. And right now it's taking the shape of video games. And everyone over here is fighting bickering over, you know, information, this and that. And you know what? Whatever. And you are, you know, here's the space where we get to be our best self. Our, our, we get to be our just seek what is the best for us and being ourselves and have it and have it. Look, I'm just it's like my inner child gets to thrive through my being of today is what I see. And so it's like, wow, that's, I'm just so proud of, uh, of what, what my friend is doing. So I say that because I wonder how much of that is just going to be inevitable for all realms of just communication. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Maybe it, maybe it could just stay in the games. It could just stay in the games, but he showed me some stuff that are not just game related. They're like meditations and this and that. I'm like, this. What if this is all just the beginning? And we're like, just like the way Cindy, you tell me, what was the internet like in 2008 as opposed to now? It bears no resemblance. Like I remember websites like Ebombs World was like the equivalent to where memes resided. Uh, I remember. Uh, Exanga, where you get it was equivalent to Facebook, but you would it was before MySpace, and you would make your own websites, and you can socialize and send people your links, and uh, people would communicate what was equivalent to our instant messenger. It was uh, an MSN. Uh, uh, I don't know what it even stands for. AOL. It was like that. It was the, those spaces, and so it's like, oh, just as we've seen that now come to pass, you know. Everything that we knew of pre the world ending 2020 <laughs> is already gone to pass, and everything that we're seeing to seeing right now is a it's a transference to what is the fun part to see. <laughs> is that a weird thought? No. You, you, while you were think while you were saying that, I was thinking about the fact that the how different it is. Um, back in the days when there was uh, dial up. Right. And you had like AOL chat and like you said before, MySpace and those websites were like, you know, like the picture was on top of the picture. My family owned a dot com back in the 90s and people used to come in because there was no GoDaddy's, There was no Wix. So uh, my uncle gave me a code book, like big, like a grimoire with the meets the Bible and um, people would come in and they had like a, a couple of like, entertainers and banks and stuff like that. Because no one knew how to do stuff, right? If you didn't know how to code, you couldn't put up a website. And it wasn't like the prettiest thing, really, right? It was just simple colors, lines, shapes. Simple. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah, the very, yeah, yeah. Before there was like templates. It was just like, oh, you want a website? Here's a website. Great. It's like it's like a like real estate, right? Um, I want to build a business. So, okay, you need to buy land. All right, got the land. Where's my business? Yeah, where is it? You have the land. It's your land now. You Wait, are you talking about I have to build the plumbing? You have to get the wiring? Are you telling me I have to get all these different, you know, license per permits and this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly that's what you have to do now. Andale, papa. So it's yeah. like, oh, that was the internet. <laughs> that was the having any realm of connection through it. Here's the thing that didn't change. People were dating. 
right? And people would go on these chats and they would say, hey, I'm I'm five, six and da 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 I'm seven. Oh, yeah, ASL, uh, age, you, sex, and location. Right, and then you would meet the person, they wouldn't look the same, but guess what? It's still the same shit because people have filters and people put up fucking catfishing photos and you can, people have relationships with people for like three years. And when I ask people, did you FaceTime them? Did you, you know, cause there's like WhatsApp and all this stuff. No, I've been talking to this person for three years and I've never seen them. What? So and it, it's like the, the medium. But that's the thing. The more we have, we can access stuff. Besides the demo people have gotten. Why wouldn't you protect yourself? Why wouldn't you make sure this is the right person you're speaking to? Mm. I mean, yes, mm. people pretend, right? Like children pretend. But yeah, at least make sure you gotta be responsible, right? You were he was responsible, everyone. I've been, <laughs> I've been. Oh, well, you know like, what? What? What do you? What do you think of this thought? What do you think of this thought? Uh, if I may, uh, I have this thought, and I'm curious what you think. I view children, what full-blown adults were perhaps even tens of thousands of thousands of years ago like think of children like someone that that is just learning to communicate right they still have their emotional spats right i wonder how much our evolution of civilization into just today children is a good like like wonder of what full-blown adults may have been like in ages ago, just trying to figure it out through with all those wars, all those, you know, you looked at me wrong. I still won't forget being a kid walking down El Barrio uh, in the 90s. This is just the 90s. And it was, this was normal cultural. I don't know about the rest of the world, but I will never forget how strong this was something ingrained that was not taught to me, but it was taught to me within the streets. Just, you know, walking, just walking outside and, oh, you don't, this is what it was. Someone walks across the street. You don't look eye. You don't make eye contact. You don't. If you do, what happens is this. I'm going to do it visually, and I'll say it out loud for those who are listening. And and essentially, what that looks is like you have these heavy nodding gestures that are intimidating, that are like essentially saying, "What? What? What are you looking at? Huh? You want to fight?" And like that's essentially the 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 a norm. You don't make eye contact, especially with strangers. And, and of course, when, you know, as I was growing, my parents moved to another neighborhood and I, I noticed it was very opposite. It was, that didn't exist anymore. That was the thing of the past. And, but I'll never forget the intensity that way I felt as a child. So I, it's always stayed with me. like, well, if that was something that I experienced in a particular part of town as a child, what else could have been so present eons ago <laughs> that, um, that is still with us even uh even into today even as adults like what's still with us that hasn't hasn't been fully uh figured like we could we usually we say the word figure out as like oh i'm just trying to figure it out man but if we look at the word figure it's very math it's very mathematical it's like this figure goes over here and this represents in a particular model that is this and that it's, it's very metrical right and so it's like to figure things out is to merit and you know, uh, find the, the, it's like the unlocking of puzzles to see what they, you know, uh, what they, what, what comes out of the figuring that <laughs> is, so I guess I, I'm trying to, I don't know what I'm trying to, how I'm trying to cl 
catch the thought there. I welcome you to take the baton. No, I, I, I love what you're saying. Um, but some, mm, children today, a lot, the people back then, I feel like people were way, way, way more brilliant, except for folks like us. But way, way, uh, if you look at the books from the 13th and 14th and 15th century, like the oh. Illet Odyssey, <gasps> Homer, I agree. I should yeah. I should say pre-civilization. That's probably maybe. a maybe more accurate statement of where I'm trying to the sentiment that I'm trying to say. I certainly don't want to discredit those the the, the great minds of the great civilizations, especially that figured life out without the today's commodities. They, they they I can only imagine how they made it through for hundreds of years and maybe even thousands. And I should make it more clear uh, the the analogy that I'm trying to draw. I think what I'm trying to say is before the 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 normality of scribing things out or the hey there's a sense of order or hey there's a recognition of an overall entity that we shall worship and offer our gratitude towards like before that <laughs> in like maybe chimp times maybe I don't maybe that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, uh, if that's the case, yeah, I guess it is right because well, not the ones, not the children that. I know this is going to sound fucked up. Not children that play video games all day, all day long, mm. because I think that affects them, right? It's, but in a way, it's stimulating. There's a lot of children that play video games and they can't read, but they know how to play the fuck out of them, right? So it's something about signs and symbols. It's like hieroglyphics. So technically, you it's figures. Because it's a it's a form of like, language. Is uh, it's the 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 I would recognize as. The familiarizations of, of figurings. So it's like a, a there's because language is just a representation of figures, and we utter them in a certain way that another that also installed that program of understanding could receive. That's why, if like by chance, Cindy, do you understand Spanish? You know what this? Uh, I understand un poquito, yes, a, a little bit. Um, it okay, my, okay. my children are. Uh, their, their father's Panamanian. So it's so funny because their abuela and abuelita tries to teach them. But I, I know a little poquito, not like a whole bunch. But So isn't it crazy how I can all of a sudden from, I could utter certain, in a certain different pattern that o repente soy como así y ya no, ya no me estás entendiendo. I'm going to translate. All of a sudden I switch it into another sort of patterns and all of a sudden you're not understanding me. And I could use the same pitch to kind of like carry the the like the parallel there, but just a matter of fact of the patterns of utterance, you know, it it ultimately is a representation of figurings. And well, I guess what I'm trying to say with the children analogy is, uh, oh, how fast do we evolve across the eons? Thankful, uh, because of because of parents, because of culture because of institutions and because ultimately what, how we're able to realize through ourselves, like you said, when we recognize the magnitude of thought and like, Oh wow, I could really affect my reality with my thoughts. Whoa. That's kind of a, that's a realization to have. Okay. So what shall be realized? What, what, what am I thinking about? Well, let me unlock these thoughts into certain pathways that take turns of events. Would you say? I think that, uh, I think, see, I think. I think. Hey, <laughs> figure. Just go straight into it. Uh, yeah. The thing about children, 
is that children are like open, right? So when we're born, we're like open, right? We just came out. Everything's of new. And we're now we're in this new world, but we're open, right? We're just open to language and emotions and culture, right? Because this is how we develop and we grow, right? And so you're empty. Well, it's a baby empty shell. Not really. They're just as far as just. Maybe uh, they're uh, there. I, I, I agree. I, I see where the sentiment of where you're saying in terms of like kids have always been educationally and in, in the through the institutions as an empty shell that it's up to them. They're the ones that bear the knowledge for them. That's to set them up for the rest of their lives. It's up to them because they're empty vessels like, well, uh, to, to the degree of familiarity, maybe that is empty, but not that they're unfamiliar with what with, with they've experienced since they arrived. They certainly bear a lot, maybe more than the, you know, the, the, those who sit on the thrones of this is what needs to be taught according to the state testing. You know, uh, there's clear, there's clearly something that kids have that they don't. And, and 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 certainly there is a resistance that that is placed or rather is i shouldn't say placed upon i should say what i'm trying to say is that becomes apparent a resistance that becomes apparent of their of the of what they already have okay and so, i guess yeah okay so you're onto something here so i think we all have it but then things get taken away things get denied uh, indoctrination takes place and you get boxed off because you start op- you start off open open like as big as the sky or as big as uh, the middle earth or where the fishes swim right so it's just this really big universe. and it probably has to be because imagine if we arrived at any other time of the eras uh, we need to be open so we could figure out our surroundings and maybe I think what you're if I'm uh, correct me if I'm wrong but uh, is what you're saying that how unfortunate it may be that that openness gets towards or totally closed. And I wonder how much if instead, this is just a thought and I'm curious what you see through it. Um, If instead of, if it's an unfortunate uh, occurrence, maybe it's a natural occurrence, but the unfortunate that is universally recognized when we look at this is, is it that sometimes it could be cl- uh, it could be narrowed towards something that is a mislit uh suggestion for example like so you know i think of the word social security you know that was never a thing that was a reality and it initially sounds like a great idea work 40 years and after 40 years and working that same job you have all that security that socially we're able to provide and and you know now the now the results are coming in. There's all this suggestion as feedback that hey maybe that wasn't the best idea or you know for some people it was but not everyone. So it's like why is it that there's a disparity? Uh, how uh, how do, what do we do about that? Or maybe is it possible that that idea was just a misled idea for those who did not get to reap the benefits of it, and uh, and therefore it's like that narrowing. Uh, analogy, the analogy that is perhaps natural uh, is one of that social security idea that uh, just flowed through me. Uh, maybe that's just one example that we may be misled into 
when it could also be, well, you could also start your own business and maybe you can figure out a way along this narrowing to secure yourself along the way. Something like that. What do you think? Uh, that would be dope if everyone knew that. If everyone knew that. So misled. Yeah. And so, you know, while you're saying that, I'm remembering I met a woman before the quarantine. She was about uh, 98. And she quarantine. said to me, she never, she just got her social security number when she turned 40. She was born without one. Here in good old Queens, New York, she was married. There used to be a time where the husband worked, the husband paid taxes, and the wife stayed home. The wife didn't need a social security that number. That was a normal secu- that was a normal would you say that that was the normal reality of most people at that time? Right. So social security was your husband, right? Your your, your husband took he was the the security that you needed. Now he passed throughout your society life. Right. The house was in his name. The fo- the phone to this day is in his name because she can't get it to change. Because how her life started off, she was born in 1920s. This is before they were even came up with the shit, right? And so, for me, everything is about an agenda. They know what ago. they put into place. They know what they're putting into place because they wanna they wanna reap all the taxes. They want taxes from all of us. It's only a matter of time before the children are born, and then they, you know they get their social security. But it's only a matter of time. Well, they're doing it now. They're stopping tax credits. They're doing certain things. Yeah, not a fan of Biden. Please forgive me, those who are whatever. Don't get caught up in the fact that I don't have the same political beliefs as you. But I am just mm-hmm. like That's horrified fair. to think that there are certain things where everything's about how much more c- can we squeeze out of the cattle? Because we're like cattle on a farm. We're stock. Right. They make when especially if you're if you're the central agent, if you're a central entity, you know, when you have those, if you have a population paying into something and that is called tax. uh, Yeah, uh, that they could that that perception of cattle can certainly become uh, apparent, especially within the realms. I would say not so much so when it's something that makes sense. Like for me, I'm happy to pay taxes for streets. Like, uh, I don't know how I, as of right now, I don't have the imagination to, to find someone to pay, pay fees so that the streets are paid. I, I am happy that, you know, that my, that that's taken in the form that's taken in the form of taxation. Okay. I can, I can, I can, um, I'm open for my opinion to be, uh, 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 to be, to, for my for my opinion to be changed, but as of right now, that's the way my opinion is, right? With with taxes, but when it comes to other things, where within the realm of taxation, that things that that don't rep- necessarily represent me, you know, taxation without representation, uh, I I I wonder the, on the other side if it starts to become maybe that's the reason why that's there is because there is now becoming the the view of of the many has become a parent of cattle and in terms of like, Oh, it's, it's just, we're just racking it in, you know, uh, I, once again, that's just from a distance, my observation, I can see how that cattle uh, lens can become, but uh, who's to say that is, you know, you know, perhaps it's always been like that. And, and, you know, we've just uh, kind of accepted it. Like, I guess I'm a cattle, but oh, hold on, hold on. Um, 
you know, so it's we're speaking. I'm speaking through observation. I'm curious. I, I don't know if I interrupt. I apologize. No, no, no. It's okay. Uh, now are we all moo 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 cows? Now, um, some of us actually think on our own, and uh, we're yeah. not like uh, you know. Let's say if the TV went out, is it over? If the if we could not get on social media. Is it over? And I'm not going to lie to you. I've had people go, oh, my God, Instagram's down. Oh, my God, YouTube's down. There's other shit to do. <laughs> There's other things. What did you do before social media? What did you do before television? I've had people, you know, during the quarantine, and I've told this story. Uh, sister out in Hawaii said to me, I don't know. There's no Pampers. Okay. What am I going to do? What did, you, what did your ancestors do? What did the indigenous people do? What did they use? A lot of these things are uh, inventions and concoctions and whatever, right? Mm. And so you would let the child run free or you would do a, a, a nappy, a, a cloth diaper, right? Which I tried with my son and that was not fun because little boys pee a lot when they're little. I've never <laughs> washed so much by my hand in my life. And I was like, oh, this is why I cannot be Little House on a Prairie. Thank God for washing machines. And so I'm a carbon copy of my ancestor because if my grandmother's washing by the riverside and my people are Caribbean, right? At the riverside, they're washing that, you know, they're bringing in, they're carrying baskets on their heads and, you know, they're working the land and uh, there's a sugar field and the mangoes in the backyard. There's no super, there is a supermarket for people that visit, but everything was sustainable, right? It was like, they had to go mm. and pigs are so damn There's sweet. always a way. Right. Pigs are so smart. You, you haven't lived until you've been on the farm and got to check out animals as they are and they're always plotting and planning and stuff like that because they're all in the corner all talking and it's but if you're a city person or you're from america you know you come into america you kind of lose that but you can't forget it you just can't mm. because when you come here and i see, get you yeah it hits the fan you're going to be like oh i can't get any more cans i don't know how to open mm. up this can without a can opener you better find i love that you say that I love that you said that because that that reminds me, and I'm so I'm so overwhelmed by the magnitude of my parents, uh, the fact that they've navigated their journey, you know, especially before the internet, right? And and of course before my arrival through my other siblings, before my my before my oldest brother arrived through them. Uh, you know, the stories they tell me of how they had to figure things out, you know, uh, for example, you know, like I, I was, I was, I was awestruck by when they first told me that, yeah, there's times where there's a period where we didn't have toilets and we had to dig up holes in the outside of the, in the back of the house. And that's where we, that's where it went. And I'm like, dad, you never told me this. I'm like what? Like I, I, and to me, it shifted it, just receiving that it, it shifted my like how intimately close we actually are to to I, I'll say it like this. As much as we have our refrigeration, AC and toilets and utilities. And it, and for me, for example, that's you know that's all I've known. I was, I was born into that kind of reality. Hearing that story, those kind of stories through my parents, it, it's such an awakening to uh, to re to recognize how close that is to me. 
And and to me, I, I, I appreciate so much because I also recognize that across the world, that's everyday reality. And and just by my mere arrival through them and they're puzzling along to figure figure, right? Along the way, you know, I could arrive in such a template, right? Speaking of template, like a website, right? Here's a template. All of a sudden, there's something called Instagram, or should I say, there's something called utilities. There's something called, you know, shelter where, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to shit outside. You know, it's like, whoa, you know, um, how easily, let's just say I could have arrived anywhere else. And not to say that anything's better or worse, but in terms of, it's just, that's just the, that I can't help but to recognize that these, these are the things that are, uh, are <laughs> and 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 I can help but to also I can't I'm using the word recognize because there's a lot of recognitions that's so I'm gonna keep doing it I I can't help but to recognize that how much of a blessing that is and so I'm overwhelmed by the overall blessing that is in being in this land uh, and this entity that we called a United States and you know, all this pride and there's like, Oh, you're just one of them. Like, no, 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 no. Screw the tribal, anything, just the magnitude of miracle that it is to have that, that it is to exist through these times as, as, as plentiful as it may be, or as, as challenging as it may be across the spectrum of time. It, you know, it's, it's, I don't know what to say. I I think what I'm just trying to say is it's such a just blessing just to be here, <laughs> you know. And so I don't see the I don't see how the the divide of today is anything that helps the situation. And I think what can the unifying recognition that we may see is, hey, as much as there's things that are on uh, on that are not yet settled or have not yet been there hasn't been improvement upon you know let's recognize that overall even everyone that's breathing right now as like if we're to see everyone as like a fabric of breathers and of course in between there's some deterioration there's some rejuvenation death and there's birth but the right now the current breathing fabric of existence you know the intervals before that you know it's it's quite the it's quite the magnifying uh, blessing of a time. Oh no, I, I I'm feeling what you're saying because when you're when you're going to say you're blessed that you don't have to use a latrine because we called it a latrine, right? <laughs> a hole in in the back of the woods somewhere. A latrine is what we called it, and then you'd have to take your shower. You'd have to go get your water. We jug it, jug it into like a section, and then you know it's like a, a show. I and you have the memory of that, huh? Yeah, I, I do because I, I'd go to visit, right? So my family would either send me to London, Grenada, St. Thomas. And so I didn't just get to be in New York and just be comfortable in Brooklyn. I was really kind of upset. I had to leave because I wanted to hang out with my friends. But my family are like, culturally, they feel like, no, you need to go spend time with your family. Just see how the other half lives, right? Because then you could appreciate what you have. And so, so the, the, wit the magnitude of witness... Right. And so you could testify, testify. And so, yeah. but real? when you're talking about that, 
let's go with the intricacies as a human being. When you're talking about breathing, like I think we take it for granted every day, even though there's a bunch of nano smart dust out here and they're spraying us with a bunch of shit, chemtrails, the water has fluoride, our food, the soil is depreciating because of shit they're spraying on it. And so I went, I, I, it's so funny. I, I had sent you a DM and I said to you, okay, we didn't do it last week. I was like, I went to the doctor and my vitamin D was a six. It's supposed to be at a hundred. It's like, there's no sun. Granted, the sun's on me because the sun knows I need it. But what I'm starting to feel like maybe someone started blocking the sun. I don't know. Cause there's, you know, the conspiracy theory, they're trying to block the sun. And I'm trying well, to I hear that. I, I find it so fascinating. Like, I wonder you know, like imagine there's a day, let's just say there's a day just like the way we look at today. Uh, like, oh, it's likely that Kennedy was, you know, there's, you know, the, the shot, according to the footage, did come from the front. It's quite clear. But before the footage, oh, I guess it was that one person from up the building from that guy that we all recognize. Oh, it's that guy. It's that guy. And then when the footage comes out, all of a sudden there's a tailspin of wait a minute wait a minute, let's just, can we at least consider the fact that the shot is not coming from the back, it's clearly coming from the front, and there's a lot of sounds that don't suggest that it was coming from that direction or it was just one uh, or a few shots. It was coming from a lot of different angles. Perhaps that's just the suggestion that is provided through that one outlet. Imagine if they had phones. My goodness, we would see it trending everywhere. <laughs> so, so it's like the magnitude of witness that it becomes uh, of information. So I guess what I'm trying to say is just like the impact that that clip made on us, I wonder what it would be like to wake up in a day where, you know, oh, this is the way they did it back in the 2020s. They, uh, they, this is the thing that they sprayed. And I'm like, oh, what? Wow, that's crazy. Kind of like the way we look at even the 20s. Like, could, could you believe that? The alcohol was actually prohibited, and the, apparently there's products that were sold that were like, uh, you know, uh, I was, I need, I don't remember the specific reference, but it's along the lines of uh, products that say don't add water, and I think it was like powdered grape, and the reason why is, is because it, it will turn into alcohol, therefore become something of an illegal substance. So it's like it was a marking of a time where such such order uh reigned that no longer does and 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 that order could be in the form of information just like last year you weren't supposed to say that you know the thing that brought the world to its knees did not come from a particular part of the world in a country south of russia that you, you're not supposed to say and and it's like if you say that you're considered a crazy and now what's become through 2020 into 2021 that there's become a magnifying chance that actually now you can say that because there's become more suggestion from many different sources, many this and that. And, you know, uh, well, there is a place there right in that place where uh, we've been told not to say it comes from. Well, what else? could be of uh, the lights of the likes of what we've seen. And I, I've always wondered, like, I don't, I, I personally don't understand the, the, the chemtrail stories. I, I find it fascinating because, you know, since I heard about it, I look up I'm like, well, I wonder, I did listen to uh, Dick Gregory. Uh, 
talk about you know that they're they're spraying uh, what do they say uh starts with a g i forgot he said a particular chemical name and uh and uh i did find it interesting that that uh, he was saying that 2013 14 i think and i think he passed during the before the election of 2016 or during that time frame and i think he was in he was not supportive of less uh the lady that was running and uh i bet he was talking about chemtrails uh, and I also, also, I noticed this is just me. I'm just drawing lines. And of course, I'm nobody when it comes to talking of any of this. So I'm just, just drawing observation here. We're just, that's why just a curious observer, you know? So I, I don't know what happened there, but Hey, we're back y'all. I was essentially just sharing that, you know, uh, I'm not familiar with that information and essentially, Oh yeah. Prince, uh, that he was, he was he only talked about it once at a live show like at a like i don't know i don't think it was i don't think it was a tonight show but it was similar to a tonight show. i don't remember who the host was um but you know uh i found it interesting i kind of just chuckled inside just like huh i wonder it probably not maybe it's just crazy talk maybe it's just my little crazy self but what if you know he was talking about it all right bye I don't know. I, I like to imagine that that be like a like. So going back to what you're saying, uh, imagine we look back at this time and these things turn out like the way now we look at Kennedy, where there's heavy, cons uh, heavy suggestion where we just move on. Let's just not talk about it anymore. Well, here's the thing. Right. And so I know a lot of times, you know, we see things, we hear things, and we have to make up our mind, right? We have to critically mm -hmm. think, we have to use logic, uh, these type of things, right? And so I think it's just that when we kind of go down certain rabbit holes, it becomes our truth. Kind of sucks, right? It becomes our truth. So the more you think you found out the truth, the more that you've created a new portal in which this now becomes your truth. We could write a movie mm. about that. Oh, my God. Right. And so now if I lived in a world where I knew nothing. Right. I've got on my blinders. I know nothing about chemtrails. My flowers are growing wonderful in the back. My water is pure and wonderful. I don't know anything about fluoride. Right. And so. My children allowed. Sorry. And so. I'm gonna let you take it over while I yell. Uh, <laughs> so what? What? What I'm? What I'm? Uh, my takeaway from what you're saying is, uh, we could either at least recognize the the realm of its, uh, the potential of its truth, or uh, uh, we can be perhaps totally ignorant from it of its potential because it could also not be or it could entirely be whether whether it, it might, may entirely be true whether our awareness of it or not and we can be on the uh, on the knowing of it but you know ultimately it becomes uh it becomes now all right it's on your throne you have to now cast your judgment uh with where where the leanings shall be and ultimately you know, uh, if I wonder how much it's okay, how much it doesn't, you know what I'm trying to say? I think this is a good, this is a good, um, frame of reference. The way I view 2016 election, I feel like whoever voted, it's like after that, it's like, okay, whoever voted what? Okay. Yeah, we're done. Let's just move on to the next. And ever since 
what actually became was a magnification of who's on what side since that marking. And I found it strange that that would ever be a reality to the point where even the most nuanced expressions are signals of where one is. And now it's gotten so prevalent to the point of people saying, I'm not going to wear it because I'm trying to signal this tribe. Or I'm going to wear it because I don't want to signal that I'm with that tribe, with them. And it's like, whoa. There was never anything within the realm of immediate reach. It was something that was too far. Like sports. Like, no, you don't you don't see people, everyone wearing, like, oh, are you a Cowboys fan or not? You know, it's more like you can tell that they are because they're wearing it. And if you're not wearing it, it's you're outside the realm of that discussion. And now it's become where you see it in the face. And that's strange. Like that's that's like it doesn't matter who it is. We could remove the names. We can go into different eras, but the the mere outcomes of like I wrote something I, I want to work on. Uh, it says I entitled it information. It's just a thought. Don't get tied up by the listening to justifications. Watch the outcomes that end up becoming. So now we're outside the realm of, you know, uh, well, it's in the name of the good thing. And it's justified by all this goodness and this and that. And it looks good and it sounds good and, and it's meant for good. And I'm letting you know it's for good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm listening, but I'm looking at the outcome and the outcome yet divides. Like, for example, I have a, I'm going to try to remember a poem that I have in my head, uh, if I may. It, it goes like this. Remember that first reception of news? That first digestion of any political view? That first, hmm, that is a good point. To this, that has get this has got to be voiced. Then something must be done about it. Yet, are we divided by it? I forgot the other part, but that's. I think that's. Uh, I'll leave it. I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. That's kind of I the the sentiment. <laughs> I, I forgot the other part. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <to> use it. <laughs> there's like two other stanzas after that but that's pretty much the sentiment like are we still like as much as whatever can we track how we got to even our our conviction like today and so it's like can we just look at the not not by the that first reception of news, that digestion of any political view of like something must be done about it, you know, and because if it's yet still are we we're are, if we're divided by it, maybe that's what we should look at. Uh, well, that that's the name of the game. Okay. Divide and conquer. Right. It is. Mm. It, it's and, you know, and what I'm noticing within, you know. And what do you think of this? So I, I'm noticing what's becoming wielded is anyone that thinks outside, that colors outside the lines, 
uh, is has has become a sort of an easy sort of write off onto anybody that colors outside uh anyway anybody that colors outside the lines is it's easy to write off uh right i'm crazy and, i'm crazy mm. I, I still color outside the lines i've never been able to color inside the lines ever since i was a little a little pissant right and so i to this day my handwriting looks like chicken scratch Right, they might as well be hieroglyphics. And I could have been a doctor. I tell people I could have been a brain surgeon. Look how I write. You can't read it. Um, <laughs> and I color because I I'm impatient because I I, I the thirst for knowledge. Out. It's just like right. And so my brain is always like this, like this. And I always tell people who say they think a lot, you're not crazy. You're a thinker. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? So you know what I'm noticing uh, on the other side of the spectrum, those who would be compelled to feel to view that those who color outside the line as opposition or or to write off uh, i notice a lot of that justification comes from well-crafted articles depths of article uh you know resourcing and you know even conversation uh, intimate conversation or connection with journalists from highly institutionalized uh, uh, emitters of information. Oh, and look at the university they've went, they've gone to. So there's all these checklists that are uh, that reinforce why something ought to be considered. Uh, and to me, I, I'm reminded by this other poem. If I may share, uh, and I think it all it all goes down to the anybody that's receiving a. Uh, Anybody that's receiving through the lens of attention. So I call this landscape, the newfound landscape. What occupies our attention? When vacant, where do we find its salvation? Pinging here, buzzing there, information overload everywhere, overlapping layers of misinterpretations trapped in tribes chained from communication oh the presence of a newfound landscape how hungry will we have to become just to escape thank you what comes to mind? I get to use it again. <laughs> yes, I feel it. I'm curious, what comes to mind for you? Uh, for me, it was a. Uh, there's a. It's like an openness and a closeness. If that made sense. I, I see. Right, and so for me, there was a. There's openness and a closeness to it. I'll describe it like this. I have uh, a lot of my friends describe a lot of the things that I write as you write in a weird way. You write in vague precisions. <laughs> and I was like, ah, I like that. <laughs> you write like you're coloring outside of the lines. And it's all pointing in. <laughs> that part, like you have the whole picture around it. And it's like, but everything. 
But it's oh, it's already done, but it's on the outside. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a, no, no, it's 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 almost like a evil genius madness that's going on in Ricky Ray as a just a curious observer. That's what you well, guys. You know, that's you know, uh, it's I'm just a. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just curiously observing y'all, you know, like, uh, with, with, uh, if, if we may towards the, since we're on the latter side of the, of the vibe here, uh, on my Instagram, I am, I'm always posting up, uh, like segments of thought and every day has a certain theme like Mondays. It's, it's always when the, it's always the, the, I guess the segment for Monday for me of what I post is called Budo wonder of the day and word wonder of the day. So essentially whatever is in my, my mind that I'm wondering about, wondering about that I can capture and via word, I shall admit. So here's kind of like the spirit of it. Like this one I called how weird that era was. And it could be full. It could be a poem. It could be a thought. So let's just say how I did it here. I think it was a poem. How is it? We could sustain our sanity. The ever so elongating days of our newfound reality. How weird that era was where historic events drew us near. A real caution of chaos becoming Oh, so very clear. What comes to mind for you? Which era are you talking about? <laughs> the era before us, or the era after? Well, nah, I should I should be specific. So, so the era that I was referencing, I was in reference to, was essentially, you know, how era how weird the era was like right at the pandemic. So like the, the whole chaos of pandemic lockdown and, Oh, we're not going to open up. Some people are opening up. Oh, like when Texas, uh, when they lifted their mandate, it would really, it really was a landmark landmark. Cause I posted something where a friend of mine, uh, I shared his post and he said, look, you know, people are going to wear it. People are not going to wear it. So, you know, Essentially, he was advocating people are going to make their own decisions. If we're, uh, if someone if someone is convinced enough to wear it, they shall wear it. And if they're not, they're not going to wear it and let that be their decision. And of course, I was getting a lot of heat. I was like, oh, you know, this and that, and and I was getting heavily roasted. But I just kept my cool. Like, look, you want to, y'all want to make fun, y'all want to make fun of, you know, uh, you know, you know what what I'm trying to do with my questions. I'm just trying to ask because things don't make sense to me. It seems like you know more than me. So how about you help me understand? Um, and, and, and of course I keep asking more questions because some things still don't make sense to me. So I, I, some people don't like that. And so I, I was receiving a lot of, uh, you know, a, a lot of punches per se. And I was okay with it, you know, because I know people are watching and, and I recognize that, they're expressing whatever it is that they're expressing is just a reflection of what's inside them. And you know what? I don't have to be part of that. And that could be every bit of whatever it is that they want to express. And shall it be, you know what? If I want to be, if you want to be, sorry, if you want me to be your target, Hey, it's all virtual. Anyway, you express freely, go for it. 
And so that era, essentially, so March 2020 to uh, this past, you know, the pretty much into 2021. So how weird that era was where historic events drew us near a real chaos, no, a real caution of chaos becoming also very clear. Yeah. But did did it really become clear? Then I'm turning it into you that's now. What, yeah? That's what I'm trying to say, you know, and I, I think that I think that it is absolutely clear, but it's like I have a thought that I wrote here. I called it the tranquility of gradualism. And and essentially what I'm as I'm trying to find it here. It's so clear, yet we've become tranquilized via numbness. We've been so numb to it. We've been tranquilized by, like, when that uh, Godzilla came up, it was like, oh, I saw, I felt the, the sense of relief of culture coming back. Oh, um, some movies that came out that was kind of, it was kind of cool. Like, oh, wow, we're, there's like a sense of, like, relief along the pains. And really what it was, it's like the way anyone might feel while they actually, let's just say their leg was blown off and and then the morphine starts to, <sighs> okay, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I don't look down. I know I lost my leg. Okay, but I don't feel that. So let's uh, let's keep going. Let's keep going. It's all right. Hey, how's it going? Hey, uh, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It's weird, right? That era. That, you know, as much as we've been numb, I would say that as much as we may have forgotten the recognition of it, the acknowledgement of it, as long as those who are adults are crossing through it, we know it. But like you said about children, our children know zero clue about it. They don't care about Trump. They don't care about Biden. They don't care about any of that. They don't they think about like when you were a child, you know, did you care about politics? Absolutely not. And I didn't we, did even we know who was president unless somebody was yelling at the TV and still didn't. <laughs> and the yelling at the TV has become now yelling through the virtual screens. And and that's 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 what's uh, but that's still outside of the loop of our kids in 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 when we talk about true understanding. Sure, someone that might be absolutely against a certain entity may have their deeply justified reasons and they might be really good and that's fine. And someone that opposes them has their deep justified reasons and they, they're probably all good justifications. Uh, the kid, they don't know. Yeah, it's, oh, I hate this. Per- yeah, 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 yeah. You could think that. You could keep thinking that. Wait till this all blows through and you view back and you're like, oh, wait, what was going on? You know, Kennedy was that kind of guy. Like he actually like was doing that kind of thing with how many women? What? That was a real thing. And yet we are shocked with Bill Clinton. And, and of course we make a big deal with uh, the orange man. And it's like, wait, there's, you know, there's also all these other people that happens to be married to the person that was running against him. And yet that's, it's not just like something worth notifying, like, notif- you know, like we can draw attention and be like, yeah, that's weird. But if we numb it enough with other stuff so much, of course, we're going to we're going to get numb to it. Like you said, are we like, are we coming to uh, do we know that that was weird? Well, it's like we know it's weird, but it's being 
outweighed by the the moving on of of the next drama. No, I, I, I totally get it. While you were talking and you were talking about the legs getting blown off, it's so funny. I was talking to my sweetheart and I was saying to him, you know, when you're when you lose a limb, the brain, you'll see the limb is missing, but your brain can still wiggle your toes and your fingers. So if you lost your hand or your 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 toes, you can still wiggle them in your mind. Hmm. Uh, amputees say that. I can still feel my fucking legs. I can still feel my toes, but they're not there. So in a way, is this just a, a placebo or band-aid? So when you say clear, is it clear because we just took a placebo or we put a band-aid on? Here's this big-ass wound. It's Everything's ripped off, and I take this little band-aid, and I go, all right, we can put this band-aid on your leg. It's blown off. You'd be looking at me like I can either... Uh, disassociate right now because I'm in shock because I'm bleeding to death. Well, I could just take, you know, I'll just take what she's saying for value and just take it because I can't deal with it. And my legs are fucking blown. I don't want to deal with anything else. It could be that. And you know what? Maybe the, it could be like, Hey, this bandaid, according to the science and all the justifications that are backing with these statements, uh, Here's the thing that we're going to apply. And now you can rest assured whatever is behind the statements that are said behind this thing that were that is as a band-aid on the blown off leg. We can now rest assured through the words that are being said because we hate that guy. Because we hate that guy. We hate that guy, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We hate that guy. Look, can you believe that guy is not going with this uh, even though they're the ones that made the, the stuff? Uh, you know what I mean? So it's uh, like I I found this I, I found this uh the poem that I the the tranquility of gradualism that I thought I would read. Um, it's but uh, I, I I wonder how much of what of that analogy I just shared about justifications may fit with what you shared with that analogy about the with the bandaid in the leg and the and the leg being blown off. Well, his. When when you're saying this, and I, I, the more I think about it, I don't, and I could be, because we all have our own ideologies, right? So I might be a little biased. So I'm always looking for that hidden hand and hidden agenda. So when I'm thinking of that, I'm thinking, what happens to you psychologically when you're told one thing, but it's something else? And mm. I think for for me, right, we follow people. We follow them. You really shouldn't follow anyone, right? We, we're our own leaders. We, we are, right? Through experience and culture and all those things that were poured into us. And I think it's gotten so horrible that no one kind of wants to think for themselves. The same way you just said with the Band-Aid. There was a time when they said, smoking cigarettes are good for baby to be pregnant and smoke. And that was yeah, a thing. And justified. It was justified and it was well-received. Fully what? What? to the point of death. <laughs> How mad are we at those people? People still fucking. <laughs> How mad are we at those people? We're not. We we're supposed to evolve, right? But you know, and so we take it to the next level. Oh, it's more like the what does evolve. Therefore, in, in my opinion, is that uh, 
Like we now know about the cigarettes. What's the next thing that's equivalent to cigarettes that that took the shape of cigarettes then? Today. Yeah. So you see what I mean? So much could be said in with through the invisible. So with that in mind, I call this the uh, uh, so the other day, so Monday is Buddha Word Wonder of the Day. The second one is observation of current events. So every Tuesday I just try to like let whatever I'm I'm viewing, I let I try to just funnel into words. By the way, anyone listening and yourself, I welcome your thoughts and feedback at Ricky Ray Kears Observer at Ricky Ray Kears Observer. So this one is entitled Tranquility of Gradualism. When we virtually view all references funneled through a high-tech glass device, how do we know we are driving? What drives us through it anyway? The great prolonging resolution of the plague. Oh, how exhausting yet excitingly do we wait. The old order, has it passed? The new order, oh, does it appear. Look at today's conversations. Why is there effectively a subtly defining division in views through this glass across every nation? May this be the effects whether or not a story receives the exponential ripples of selective amplifications. What now of these times? Just as the people of troubles long ago of what may be considered newsworthy now drowns by the tranquility of gradualism from worry gradually into the mercy of this seemingly innocent portal. The inevitability of access. Look at how it has become so normal. By the way, have you seen those Epstein Maxwell pictures that just came out? That case is still ongoing, without a doubt. In just the span of a few decades from records, oh, could a picture suddenly say a thousand words? Those weird thoughts? Gracias, gracias. I welcome your feedback. Yay. I love the whole... Uh... The looking glass, the whole portal vibe. Um, let me find out that we, we didn't have a conversation, so uh, I'm just amazed that your poetry has all those things in it. Um, I think that uh, I love how you referenced the uh, the Glenn Maxwell and Epstein thing. Um, yeah, it's but th- when you said innocent, when you said innocent portal. Right, you seen it as an innocent mm. portal. I'm so I'll, allow me. Yeah, yeah. So what was that? What was that? Uh, 
What now of these times, just as people have of troubles long ago? Of what may be considered newsworthy, now drowns by the tranquility of gradualism from worry? Gradually into the mercy of its seemingly innocent portal. Seemingly. The inevitability of access. Look at how it has become so normal. Ah, normal. That was the other part. Okay, seemingly. Thank you for the seemingly part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and, no, and normal. I, I just, I, I recognize I hadn't read it in a while. So I'm like, oh, where's the rhythm again? <laughs> well, no, even when you say normal, like, what is normal, right? What well, it was being sold to us as normal. What, um, and here's, here's my issue with the new, I don't, I got rid of my cable. So, I mean, I have all the stuff because I have teenagers and they got to keep busy, but <laughs> instead of cleaning their room, they could watch Hulu and Prime and Netflix. And, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. New portals. Right. All those portals. And so what I'm thinking is what's normal is, to what's it it's what is they and i don't want to fuck it up right the the cancel culture which is um all the things that you were raised to believe and all the things that i was raised to believe they're null and void what's normal is what is being told to you on that uh, excuse i'm so used to cursing on that tube right on the tube remember when the television first was created what did the people say this is an evil box. Remember that? Remember that conspiracy theory? I don't know if you know, but people no. like, people did not want TVs in their houses because they felt like these were evil, like they had entities. It's so funny. I just seen someone had posted something about your TV is really a portal. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. I mean, I, I'm not familiar with this line of thought in terms of like the era that it was it came about. But I, I can see that just through my own experience watching TV all the time. I remember being a kid wondering, how is it that I could be looking into a screen and all of a sudden I could just disappear? I just saw everything. Just I felt I felt that. I remember just playing with that. I would even, I would even close my eyes and be like, let me see. <laughs> and I would look at it and I would just And I was like, wow, this is kind of fun. Like, but I don't know. I was just a kid, right? So, uh, and of course... Um, I went through a phase where I was, I was addicted to playing video games. This was, and you know, I remember the, for the first time you could actually meet somebody from across the world. Like what? And you could chat with them, and you're shooting, and it's like, you know, it's, it's like a war game, right? I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. And then we would, we, we would connect through, uh, like, get each other's emails through MSN Messenger or AOL. I was like, wow. Here's, you know, this other kid my age in Canada, you know, he's just part of me. You know, he has like these different mannerisms and speaking and, and, oh, it's snowing. Like, wait, what? Like, yeah, it's, it's always, and, you know, it's like, wow, that's, I remember being blown away. So uh, I say that. And so, because I had, I was going through like one of those teenage uh, relationships, like first, you know, first girlfriend kind of thing. And it's a heartbreak. And I started to recognize, man, I need to go outside. And I'm so grateful. My dad, he was like, he felt so bad. He walked me outside to play basketball and I made my friends. And ever since uh, I was so wary of being addicted to video games, watching TV all the time. And, uh, but because of that, you know, so, 
so I say that because I developed in my head that like wariness. I got to be careful, but it's so, so funny. It just manifests in other ways. And now we always have to be careful of what it is that calls on our attention. It's not necessarily the box. It just so happened to have manifested through a box where we call it the evil box. And it's really wh whatever um, absorbs attention at, and what fruit it bears. Because if it bears fruit that is a, a value, I can see why it's worth, hey, I can watch Oprah. Oprah in the 90s and the 2000s. Oh, man, I'm so grateful. You know, I'm, I'm you know, especially in, you know, uh, the, psycho the psychological, you know, awareness. I'm so grateful for that, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I can see Wait, how it can certainly me, not. Let me stop you. I've never liked Oprah. Ah! <laughs> well, now I feel, now I feel like, hmm. Like no, okay. she's, she's done a, a, a 180 uh, from what, you know, the vibes that she used to emit. You know, she used to say, like, for example, you know, uh, like, hey, you know, Donald, you should consider running for president. And, you know, and, you know, it was like that was a whole other Oprah than the Oprah of, you know, own network and, you know, interviewing the, the royal family and uh, and saying certain ideologies and versus let's not be ideological. Let's be uh, universal in our uh, in, within the realms of color and uh, individuals and, you know, that kind of thing. I, I, I do find that. But then again, who's to know what's behind these entities ultimately? Ultimately, what we ought to know is where is it that we are? And in it's so it's like we can only point to the North Star by suggesting towards where it is, but one can only find it. Only one can find it. And yeah, I, I wonder how much of how much of what within the realms of seeking what is is uh, along the lines of well, the North Star is right there, but I can't point it to you. I could only describe about it, and you can you know find it yourself. No, that's that's absolutely beautiful what you're saying. And when y'all are talking about, uh, you know, being inside, playing video games, I love video games. I don't really get on my son. My son's 15. I don't really get on him for playing video games. I just kind of get on him for the, the constant. When he's playing video games, he eats like like Pac-Man because he just keeps, like, he's in and out of the fridge. I'm like, dude, you ate all of that? You know what diabetes looks like? I mean, I know you're about <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not fat or anything, but I'm trying to always warn him that because you're playing and you're in a different world, you're not even realizing what's going on in this world. Well, maybe, maybe it's fine because it's just a video game and it can be, it can stay encapsulated within the, uh, the realms of a video game. Uh, and maybe it could offer the perspective of a, of a lesson. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, if Pac-Man was real, could you imagine what he would be like? It's like, what? Really, Mom? Like, yeah, look, let me tell you. Because, look, this is just a digital light, right? You don't see his, you don't see hair on him. You don't see skin on it. It's just a little light. Look, I unplug it. He's gone, right? Well, us, our equivalent to light is this flesh thing. But the flesh is like the, you know how the light, you unplug it and it stops? Well, if you stop eating, we stop. So we, that's why we have to keep eating. And if we... If we, uh, you know, but the, the weird thing about this kind of like plugging in food in our body, if you put in stuff that's not good, it makes your body not good. If you put things that are good, it makes your body pretty good. So how do you know what's the difference? Well, let's find out, you know. Um, 
yeah, I could see that that could be an opportunity to uh, catch the the frame of of what's already around. Right. But even when you said you finally got outside and everyone was so happy to see you outside, I worry for that for my son because he started high school. He's never been in a building. He doesn't know what it's like to walk into a classroom and see a girl you like or at recess. And I want him to experience that. Well, well you know, I, like I wonder... Let me, let me share this. What do you think? Um, uh, I, I, if I may, I want to share that uh, I do have to get going, but uh, I let's let's touch base for sure. Uh, I'm a little fun fact. I'm actually going to be doing a performance uh, with my saxophone with a band, uh, and I'm going to be accompanying a comic. And I've been exploring comedy because uh, I want to translate my poetry on on the on the stage within the comedic realm. So uh, I welcome your your uh, your feedback along those lines. But uh, with uh, with your child. Um, I, w I wonder, I, I've, I've developed a perspective on kids and I didn't plug in my laptop and telling me, Hey, you have low battery. So this is a good time. So, uh, by the way, thank you. Before I share this last bit, Cindy, 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 thank you for your vibes. Thank you for your time. And you know, uh, I, anybody, I welcome your feedback of our vibe and our jive here. Uh, please let her know what it is that flows through your mind. I welcome your thoughts too at Ricky Ray curious observer. Um, so as a teacher, I found that when I see kids, I see myself too. And therefore I see future people. And so I recognize, like I could imagine from a parent, it's easy to find ourselves. Oh, they're my kids. They're mine, but really they're not ours. Like my parents are not, I'm, I don't belong to my parents. My parents facilitated my arrival and and I'm grateful to them. And I think that's where the word says, you know, honor thy parents. Uh, by the way, if my laptop turns off, sorry, I have a little better and, and I didn't plug it in. But it's okay. But maybe it needs to be like that. Um, and I recognize that with students, you know, I speak to, I tell them like, I'm speaking to your future self right now. And so I wonder how it may be for Cindy yourself, uh, speaking to your young man becoming, uh, speaking, speaking in terms of, the inevitable what will become he will become familiar he will become familiar with uh many things so it's speaking truth and hey you're gonna face these things um you're gonna face pitfalls and i want you to know as your mother uh you uh, i've seen what i've seen that that is supposed to happen and through those portals you find yourself and you know be okay and don't run away from those those uh those tracks is that a weird thought no, that that's dope. Thank you. Thank you. And this has been Ricky Ray, just a curious observer. That's all, man. That's all it is. <laughs> awesome. So yeah. Thank you. Cindy, thank you. I'm I'm I, I you blessed me with your vibe, so thank you. No, thank you. So hopefully next next week you'll have a guest and you ain't gotta deal with me. I'll just be oh. well no 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 we we be hanging out now we be hanging out <laughs> yes. of course if yes if if your availability is then I am, let's do I am it again available. I'm always available I'm just like I just like to be in the, like in the corner like you know children in the attic <laughs> well you know if if as, if it's okay with you when you see me I'm invited <laughs> thank you so much and we're going to be out tell the people where they can find you once again, you're welcome to find me at Ricky Ray, Curious Observer on Facebook, Curious Observer, Twitter, Puro, just curious, P-U-R-O, Curious Observer. 
Uh, I'm also on Clubhouse, Curious Observer, uh, if anyone's on Clubhouse. Um, and uh, yeah, once again, Instagram is where I'm mostly outputting my thoughts. So at Ricky Ray, R-I-C-K-Y-R-A-Y, Curious Observer. And on YouTube, by the way, I have a podcast, so I welcome your thoughts there. And um, yeah, I, I have a range of different topics that I, I invite. So I got to I gotta get you on too. Look at me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you so much, audience, for listening to Ricky Ray. Stay tuned on this vibe right here on the wakeupradio.com. Sign up at OTW Tube. Let's go, y'all. Peace, blessings. May they flow through your court. <laughs> and he cut off, and I'll be going to music break just like that. That works out. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashley. On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.